BlackBerry, the iconic communications device, if you still have one, will in all likelihood stop working as of today. And here with a bit of a eulogy, if you will, for the BlackBerry is tech expert Mark Saltzman joins us now here on Global News Radio. Hey there, Mark. Happy New Year. And to you, Jeff. Thanks for having me on the show. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, First of all, uh, why won't the BlackBerry? Why won't it exist after today? What's happened? (laughs) Well, if it's running on the BlackBerry operating system, which hasn't been updated since 2013, uh, it will cease to work reliably, they said. Uh, That includes calls, texts, and data. Uh, But if it runs on Android, which the company uh, shifted many of their models to in 2015, then you still might get a little bit of time with your beloved and once iconic Canadian communication device. Yeah, it's yeah, sad, it, you know, it is end of an era, right? Well, listen, point well taken because it is iconic and it was quite the status item back in the day. The likes of uh, then President Barack Obama carrying one, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian as well. Yeah. So Drake. Uh, what, yeah, what happened to the BlackBerry? I think it was 2008 that sales uh, really kind of peaked for them. And then uh, there's been a steady decline ever since. Uh, why was it once so mighty and now is become what mm-hmm. it is today. I think when the iPhone debuted in the States in 2007, then a year later in Canada, it, it just proved that uh, devices can be a lot more versatile. Like it doesn't have to be just about email on the go, right? So with the iPhone, it was about uh, an app store and ecosystem, which just soon followed uh, gaming, uh, photography, navigation, you know, just really everything. It was like, a, you know, your life companion that uh, that BlackBerry just failed to, to replicate. I guess they felt, and I remember at the time, uh, that uh, they felt, look, we, we are a secure business tool. People love it. They love BBM or BlackBerry Messenger. Uh, we're not going anywhere. And they just, I, I don't think they were able to see the big picture. It's easy for me to say this, obviously, uh, after the fact. But, you know, iPhone just nailed the interface, even though a lot of people questioned, do they want an all-touch device? And I, too, was kind of fumbly with my thumbs on a touch screen. I liked the physical QWERTY keyboard, yeah. like many Canadians did. Yeah, so I think it was just, uh, and you're right, by the way, they didn't immediately bomb like once the iPhone debuted. I think they peaked in 2008, 2009. Um, so they were still doing really well. At one point, they had a market valuation of about $75 billion. Uh, but you know, fast forward to today, and it's down to $5 billion, and Apple is uh, $3 trillion. So you know, they obviously were onto something, Apple. And that's not just all iPhone sales, of course. But yeah, yeah I so think what, it was just what is lack of innovation? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is BlackBerry and research in motion? Uh, what's their legacy, do you think, Mark? Well, I think for the business community, and even though it was embraced by pop culture icons like Kardashian and Drake and all that, I think it, it's, it was still one of the first breakthrough uh, s- secure communication devices among businesses. It did penetrate outside of that, but I, I think that's their legacy is that they helped uh, create the smartphone category and they passed the baton reluctantly over to iPhone and then a year later, Android. Uh, and, you know, I think and when they when BlackBerry did decide to try to create an all touch display and, and an app store and, and music, they had a music platform. Uh, I think it was just too little too late and they had just missed the boat and then they you know sold off much of their uh mobile phone business to a company called TCL. And I think what's looking forward though, they were smart in a few respects. One is that they started to double down on software and services over the last couple of years, including the acquisition of a Canada, Ontario based company, QNX, which is said to be, you know, powering a lot of the next generation autonomous vehicles. 
They've, they've uh, invested in the security space and they also have lots of patents, some of which they've held on to, many of them, some they've sold. And then they're also settling uh, for big cash with companies like Facebook for uh, some, some uh, breaches of, of, you know, there was a non-disclosure and then there was, uh, they infringed on, on a patent that BlackBerry had and they paid them out to, a, I don't know, it was an undisclosed amount, but a, a lot of money last year, apparently. So I think that going forward, if they, you know, they may not be gone, 5 billion is certainly a, a big, pr- pretty big company, but um, sure. I just think, yeah, but when it comes to their mobile devices, I think that they've obviously conceded that. And today is sort of the final nail in that coffin. Here with Mark Saltzman. Mark, while we have you here, tomorrow is the beginning of the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, the most influential tech event in the world as they build themselves. Of course, this happens each and every year in Vegas. Is there one or two uh, items in particular you've really got your eye on this year that's really going to make some big headlines? Yeah, so I'm covering the show remotely this year. I decided fairly last minute to not go to Sin City to cover the 55th annual uh, CES in person. But that doesn't mean there isn't a lot of innovation that we're seeing already online. Um, You know, and uh, I'm eager to talk to you about it, by the way, on Thursday when all these um, embargoes lift on uh, the morning show, by the way, Jeff. Uh, But uh, for now, yeah, what we've seen is uh, tomorrow we're going to see the unveiling of the uh, Silverado EV, the first uh, electric vehicle from Chevrolet that's a pickup truck with crazy range from what I understand. Um, so uh, that's going to be their big announcement tomorrow. I've seen uh, some hands-free faucets for the kitchen that now don't let you just wave to start and stop the flow of water, but you can wave to the left to make it hotter, wave in the air to the right to make it <laughs> colder. That's kind of, that's coming from Moen. That's kind of neat. And, and they even showed some faucets that have no like handles at all coming in, in 2022. Um, Arcade One Up, a game company, has this infinity game table. So Arcade One Up is best known for their retro arcade cabinets, like um, slightly smaller, like Pac-Mans and, and Galaga right. and all that. But this infinity game table is flat and up to six people can play classic board games digitally, like Monopoly, oh, Scrabble, cool. Battleship. Yeah. So that's okay. got getting a lot of buzz. So stuff like that. But we'll talk a little bit more on Thursday when I'm allowed to. <laughs> okay. Yes. I look forward to that. We will see you on the morning show uh, then and thanks for this uh, mark appreciate it as always me too jeff be well talk soon okay you you got it we're back after break here on global news radio stay with us Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.